Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of this podcast. I want to say a very big thank you to everybody that has been listening so far. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the feedback. Thank you for the comments. Thank you so much. They all mean so much to me. And on this episode of this podcast, I want to talk about a very sensitive topic. And I have decided to title it get up and fight and (laughs) first of all i'm not talking about a physical fight of course i don't condone violence and god also doesn't condone violence but um get up and fight and when god laid this in my heart by the way and i was searching my spirit for the best scripture to use um well (laughs) i found myself still coming back to one of my favorite parts of one of my favorite stories in the bible in the book of first samuel chapter 30 and we all know that story very quick um is the story where david and his men went for battle in chapter 29 and before they came back in chapter 30 the whole family the whole house has been kidnapped and then <laughs> the whole house is in distress you know this is not the main point but very quickly there are times when you keep you are probably you are actually at your duty post david and his men went for war they were doing they were not doing the wrong thing <laughs> yet their family were kidnapped you don't necessarily have to do the wrong thing before you face a challenge you know there's this notion that we always have that this is not the, this is not the main this is not where i'm going but if God wants me to talk about it, why not? What did David do wrong that made the people kidnap the family? Nothing. What did Daniel do wrong that made the king join in the lion's den? Actually, he didn't do anything wrong. According to our definition for right and wrong, praying is not the wrong thing to do. But he was thrown into that lion's den for doing the right thing so you don't necessarily have to do something wrong before things go wrong (laughs) i think that's deep actually you don't necessarily have to do things wrong that's just by the way so that story they were kidnapped and when they got back they were in distress and if david a mighty man can be in distress and the bible also said his mighty men were also in distress i mean (laughs) that's it they, they couldn't do anything they had to cry emphasis will be on verse 4 and verse 6 and i'm going to read verse 4 now and read verse 6 later oh god you help me with the right words amen so verse 4 says then david and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no power to weep you know, I, I remember teaching on this part of the Bible last week, Saturday, and I was telling the people I was speaking with that there are times when you literally say, God, if you can just look at my face right now, look at my eyes, and look at where I'm tearing and crying before your feet, you will answer me. <laughs> the Bible says, David. And the people that were with him, they lifted up their voice and wept 
Now, one thing is for you to weep is to cry. Another thing is for you to weep. You see, when you cry, water comes from your eyes and that's crying. When you weep, water comes from your eyes, from your nose, from your ears, and then you keep sweating unnecessarily. That's weep. They wept until there was no more power to weep. I'm sure none of you listening to this podcast has ever been in that position before where you've wept so well. But in this context, like when you, I know, like, like even crying, the man, cry isn't coming anymore. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But if you have, I think you should learn from what David did. Learn from what he do when he was in your shoe. So once again, David and his people, they lifted their voice. They didn't pray. No, they lifted their voice to weep <laughs> until they had no power in them to weep. First of all, by the way, so many of us are at this point right now where we are lifting up our voice to weep. We are in these situations. We didn't do anything wrong, just like I said. And you're asking, God, what did I do wrong? Why is this happening in my life? Why is this happening in my life? You don't necessarily have to do something wrong before things go wrong. But it's not always about the situation. Hallelujah. When you find yourself in that situation, what do you do? I want to share with you a very quick short story of one of my fathers in the Lord. And he shared with us this story sometimes ago. And he said there was a time like that he was really sick. I mean, he was ill, sick, like really sick. And his whole body were in pains and he wasn't feeling too good and he has prayed and prayed, believed God, and it was still, it was as if nothing was going to happen. And his body, he was so weak. And he's a man of faith, but at that time, it was as if his faith wasn't working. And well, first of all, he wasn't asking God the question of why. He was just like, God, just heal me, God, just heal me. And he said he went for an event, a, a program, and the minister of God told them to pray. and he preached and then the minister of God told them to pray and they were all praying and then at a point he was like, God, why will you see me in this in this kind of situation and you won't heal me? And he said he was crying and he was sobbing and he said he was literally crying. I mean, God, just heal me. He said he was saying that and he fell on the ground and for a few seconds, he said he fell into a trance. He said in that trance, he saw himself still on the floor and he was still crying. And while he was crying, he saw somebody approached him and he saw the feet of the person. He didn't lift up his eyes, but you see the shoe, the, the shoe of the person. And he said in that trance, you can't resist, you can't deny it. You will know that that's Jesus standing next to you. He said he was so glad and he hasn't looked up, but he was looking at the feet and he was was glad and said thank god god thank you for coming and <laughs> and was like jesus heal me and then he was about to look up and look at the face of the person standing next to him and then he said the voice said to him straight and said get up and fight <laughs> he said that is one of the most disappointing things he, he has ever heard in his life why i mean you could Imagine you, I mean, Jesus, you're standing in front of me and 
you could literally help me. Why are you telling me to get up and fight? I mean, he said after that statement, he came out to his consciousness. And then the rumor dawned on him and he realized that healing is not a thing that God was going to give him, but it's a thing that God has given over 2,000 years ago. He said that rema was what was what delivered him. He said once he rea- immediately realized that rema, he said he just prayed with understanding and then he got healed. But here is my point. His solution, his breakthrough wasn't in his crying. It wasn't in his weeping. There are times some of us, we get to a point where we say, God, <laughs> if only you can feel what I'm feeling right now. God, if you were to be me, and I were to be you, God, I will help you. <laughs> God, this, God, that. And we are in a place of weeping. Our feeling will not get things done. I know you are hurt because of what is happening. But your feeling, how you feel, will not get you result. You need to get up and fight. You need to get up and fight. You need to get up and fight. When you just get that new job and then something leads to happen at your place of work and one of your bosses is waging war against you, literally, and they are giving you problem at your workplace, when you get home, instead of crying, instead of sharing that bad news or how they made you feel awkward at workplace, you need to go on your knees get up and fight you need to fight to have those things back crying will never solve anything get up and fight you know the bible never talks about fighting literally but there's one fight that the bible encouraged and he called it the good fight he said fight the good fight of faith the fight of faith is that fight that you fight to uphold and sustain every good thing God has given you in your life. There are times where you need to get up and fight to keep your marriage. There are times where you need to get up and fight to keep your admission, to keep your academic success. There are times where you need to get up and fight to keep your relationship. You need to get up and fight to get some things done. You will cry, you will cry, but they will not get things done. Do not dwell too long on your feeling. Get up and fight. If you want results, weeping won't bring results. Please, get up and fight. Get up and fight. And verse 6, I said I was going to read it later, and now it's the later time I was referring to. The Bible says, David was greatly distressed. (laughs) He was down. For the people speak of stoning him because the soul of all the people were grieved. That's the worst thing that has ever happened in that country at that time. When it's, it's not everybody was down, literally. And I mentioned, I've taught on this part of the Bible so many times. There are times when you get disappointed, when you think your bestie was going to help you, when you think your friend, your your family member, your uncle was going to help you. But that's that time you realize they are also down. They can't help you. Why? Because they are also down at that moment. Don't feel disappointed. 
don't feel disappointed. They, are, they won't be the one to fight for you. You need to get up on your own and fight. And the Bible says, But David encouraged himself in the Lord. And verse 7 says, And David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me ether the effort. And Abiathar brought Dida the effort to David. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered them, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. When things go wrong, who do you talk to first? I know most times we find it easy to talk to our uncle. Uncle go, uncle come. <laughs> Talk to your auntie, until go, until will come, until will go, until will come. But when David was at his lowest state of life, he stood up and encouraged himself in the Lord and spoke to God. He had to get up and fight. He had to fight his feeling, his emotion, and do the needful. He could have literally saved himself all those times of crying and weeping and have inquired still from the Lord. In fact, God's will is for him to overtake and get everything he has lost. If he didn't think about inquiring from God, he would not know. He would just keep admitting that he's a victim and a loser for the rest of his life. So he got up and he fight. And that fight is that battle of the mind. We keep fighting every time. When things don't go the way we want them, you should get up and fight. You should get up and fight. Fight for your relationship. Fight for your marriage. Fight for your academics. Fight to sustain that gift God has given unto you. Get up and fight. Do not blame people for things that happen in your life. Do not start thinking, what did you do wrong for the things that happened in your life? You don't necessarily have to do something wrong before things go wrong. But when things go wrong, you should get up. I don't want to see you on the ground. Get up and fight. Because the only legal fight is the battle of the mind. David rose up and he fought. He fought his feeling, he fought his emotion, he rose up and he fought by inquiring from God. Please, anytime you find yourself down, when you are down, when you are at your lowest point, when you really need to talk to somebody and your bestie, your friend, your husband, your wife, they are not there for you, probably because they are also down. Please get up and fight. Do not feel too comfortable in your low estate. That is not the will of God for you. But until you get up and fight, you'll keep swimming in your feeling and start saying, even if you're in my shoe, you will do the same thing. Please, if you are not a victim, don't live like one. Every time you find yourself in the low estate, Remember this, get up 
and fight. You can read the rest of that Bible passage in your personal time. But that's one of my favorite places in the Bible. Please, do not forget it. If you forget everything I've said earlier, let this be your motto. But I will always get up and fight. Thank you so much for taking our time to listen. Your feedbacks are very important. Have fun. Bye.